0: Because Jesus said, if you lust after a woman that's not your wife, you've committed adultery in your heart. And I was like, dude, like that hit me like a sword right through my heart, man. And I didn't know why I was so convicted. But, dude, I sat there for like 10 minutes and I couldn't speak. And I just like lost it, crying. And he was like, what did I say? Like, uh, like what's wrong with you? And I was like, I appreciate what you're doing. That's all I could say is I appreciate what you're doing. But I knew then and there that I was guilty before God because I'd sinned against God. And it just like, boom, eyes open. Like I knew I was guilty. And I was like, what do I do now? Well, he didn't tell me what to do because he left. He, I was so upset. I was like, I don't even know what to do. And so, a little while after that, I was like, I need to be saved. I don't even know what it means, like, but I need to know how do you get saved, right? And. I went home and did the thing that we all do, we get on our phones and we Google everything, right? Because I didn't have anybody to tell me. So I get on there and I put, how do you get saved? And like, you know, you put something in search bar and you're going to get 50 million websites to pop up, right? Well, that thing pops up and a verse pops up and then, I mean, I'm looking through a bunch of stuff and it says, James 2:19. it says, you believe that God is one. You do well, but even the demons believe and shudder. So here's the thing. Did I believe in God? Yeah. Do I believe that he's Jesus Christ? Yeah, but even the demons believe that. So how does that make me any different? And in that moment in time, I knew I wasn't any different than the demons, the devil himself, that I needed to be saved and I didn't know how to be saved. So that Saturday I told my wife, I said, we're going to church Sunday. She about fell over dead. She's my girlfriend at the time. And she was like, you want to go to church? Last person in the world would ever want to go to church. But I was like, "Uh, yeah, I want to go to church. Get the kids ready, we're going to go Sunday morning. I went for two months. And listen to the preaching, and as I listened to the preaching, I started to realize that Jesus Christ, the Jesus Christ that everyone knows in America, they 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 have heard about him, right? That Jesus Christ is the creator of all things. He's God, and He created everything. He created you. He created me. He created that baby in the womb. He created all things for His glory. See, the bad thing is, is that we're sinners. I think I've told you enough that I'm a sinner, right? That I've broken God's law. That's right. But the thing is, is when we say we're all sinners. I'm a sinner like I know it and I know the things that I've done and the Bible says that the wages of sin is death the wages of sin is death but what it means is that we're gonna we we owe a debt we owe a debt to God and it's our death and you, you know I don't know how much you know but like the Bible says that it's appointed each man to die then comes the judgment you've heard about the judgment before going to hell right because of what because of sin well we deserve God's punishment because we broke His law. It's that simple. The law of God, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not covet, all of those things. Have you ever lied to anybody before? Of course, right? Have you ever taken anything that's not yours? Yeah, we all have, right? We can keep going on and on, right? You're a liar, right, would you say? You're a thief, right? And so the Bible says that those those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So how the heck are we going to be saved? How can we be saved if we've already done those things? We've already broken God's law. Well, the Bible says that those who break God's law deserve judgment. That God must have justice upon them, right? So, for instance, if you kill somebody, what's your punish? What should be your punishment if you killed somebody? God also said, All are the same. Well, but like, just go with me, play with me here. If if you if you kill somebody, what would happen? What uh, human courtroom? You go to jail, but like, what would be the, the punishment for murder most of the time? Couple years. Life in prison, right? Murder? Yeah. Life in prison or the death penalty, depending upon, like, if it was, like, they go through before a judge. Well, God being a holy and righteous judge, because we've broken his law, he can't just let us go. He has to punish, right? He has to, we have to pay the fine. Does that make sense? So, everyone deserves God's wrath, his punishment. When we stand before the judge, are we guilty? Is everyone guilty all the time right have you broken God's law Yeah. lied right so if you broke it if you've if you broken one law the Bible says that we've broken all of them so even one lie separates us from the holiness and perfection of God it's the only way to enter into heaven is to be perfect are you perfect I'm definitely not perfect right so what does that do the law of God shows us our sin just like a speed limit sign if your speed limit sign says 45 and you look down at your speedometer and it says 65, you know you've broken the law. That's simple, right? So what I just told you is the law of God. It shows you that you've sinned against God, right? And God says in His Word, there's a judgment for sin. So, man, we're, 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 there's something, we're screwed here, man. Like, how the heck can we be saved? Kind of like the position I was in, right? Well, Jesus Christ, right? Jesus Christ is the Son of God, right? He came into the world, born through a virgin, and He lived a perfect sinless life. So the life that he lived, he obeyed the law perfectly. He never broke God's law. He never lied. He never sinned. Nothing. Ever. Huh? He didn't sin on the cross either. Right. But you know why God God the Father forsook his son on the cross? Do you know why? For our sins. Right. So he paid the transgressions of our sins were laid upon him. The trans Our transgressions, our iniquities were laid upon Him, and by His wounds we are healed, Isaiah 53, right? And so, it's His sin, it's our sins that were laid upon Him. The Bible says that He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God, right? So here it is. It's that great conversion, it's that great uh, where He takes our sins and the righteous life that He lived is credited to us as righteousness. So. When I stand before God on Judgment Day, because I've placed my faith in Jesus Christ, right? I won't be uh, I won't be judged by God because Christ was already judged for me, right? So when Jesus went to the cross, He paid for my sins by His blood, right? Should be my blood. It should be your blood, right? And His perfect righteous life is credited to me, right? Does that make sense? So you're lying and you're adultering and the things that you've broken, mine too were placed upon Jesus, and he was punished by God the Father, right? And then his righteous life, obeying the law, never lying, never stealing, never breaking the law, is credited to you. So when you stand before God on Judgment Day, if you have your faith in Jesus, you won't be judged for your sins. And the Bible says that he is the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus Christ. So God was just by punishing his son, and he was the justifier because he was the one who was punished. That's good news, brother. If you know you're a sinner, right? And you know that you 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 deserve God's wrath, the gospel, the good news is that Jesus Christ died for sinners.